Have you ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Or maybe what they use to keep their skin looking so flawless? Well, even if I don't know these answers, I can tell you something equally as interesting and unicorn related. Over 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot, and for good reason. HubSpot's all-in-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support so you can grow beyond your wildest dreams, boosting leads and ramping sales along the way. They even have a constantly evolving collection of resources to help startups scale. Plus, with the HubSpot for Startups program, you can save up to 90% off your first year. I'll admit it does sound a little too good to be true. But unlike that majestic and also incredibly fictitious unicorn, HubSpot for Startups is all real. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot and take your growth to new heights, visit HubSpot.com startups. Howdy, folks. It is Wednesday, December 28th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be talking about Southwest or Northeast, West, South. The airline is in a real hot mess right now with thousands and thousands of flights delayed and canceled. What is happening? What's the cost? Juliet's going to explain. But before we get to that, here's what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack leg. All right. First things first. In China, we've got some lemonflation. As COVID cases spike there, fruits rich in vitamin C are selling for two to three times their usual prices. This month, one grocery store in Beijing was charging $1.86 for two lemons, which is about twice the typical price that some retailers canned peaches there have seen a 900% jump in week-over-week sales. And similarly, shares of Chinese pharmaceutical companies that make traditional Chinese medicine have jumped dramatically more than 150% for some in the last month. Moving along, a new study from Stanford economist Eric Hanyshek found learning losses among K-12 through students during the pandemic could result in 5.6% lower lifetime earnings for those students, or around $70,000, if these learning losses are not reversed. His forecast is based on an analysis of sharp declines in the scores of 8th graders on national math tests taken between 2019 and 2022. Math scores on the 2022 National Assessment of Educational Progress, known as the Nation's Report Card fell an average of eight points from 2019 before the pandemic. That's the largest drop ever recorded on the 32-year-old exam and translates to between 0.6 and 0.8 years of missed school. And these losses could total, he says, up to $28 trillion over the rest of this century. (laughs) Wow. That is a wow. That is a wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And makes a lot of sense. I mean, especially the early days of the pandemic, the schools were an absolute mess. I'm sure. I bet. All right, moving along. Avatar, The Way of Water, saw it in IMAX 3D yesterday. Fifth row, front and center, nearly vomited about 15 times. But (laughs) it was a truly magnificent experience. The theaters were alive. It was great. The movie was tracking to hit the $1 billion box office mark in worldwide sales round today, which is really good. Although behind where the original Avatar was tracking at this point in 2009, director James Cameron has said, It needs $2 billion in box office sales to break even. Still, The Way of Water has become the third highest grosser of 2022 and the fourth biggest film of the pandemic era in just over a week or so that it's been out. 
I think it'll continue to be a huge week for the movie, given that so many people are just on break and on vacation. Now, did you almost vomit because it's like 3D? So it's kind of like when you have VR goggles on for too long and you just start feeling really <laughs> nauseated? Or? I think it was a combination of that and being in the fifth row mm. of an IMAX theater. Interesting. Yes. You know, you have the vertical situation. Mm. It's very wide. And then you got this 3D glasses on top of the glasses I'm already wearing. A lot's going on in the sensory fields. Mm. <laughs> yes, perhaps too much. Perhaps too much, yes. <laughs> And how about this? German security researchers successfully bid $68 on eBay for a used biometric scanning device that was once used by the U.S. military that, unbeknownst to the researchers, still held the data on the iris scans of 2.6 thousand people, including known terrorists. The group apparently had planned on analyzing the machines for potential vulnerabilities in the context of the Taliban seizing such military tech. You know, the device was originally listed for $150 on eBay, so I think they got a good deal. Yeah, great deal. <laughs> Score. <laughs> All right, and some bad news for the $1.4 billion prison phone call industry. Yes, that is an industry. Last week, the Martha Wright Reed Just and Reasonable Communications Act of 2022 passed through Congress. The act, which now needs President Biden's signature, will give the Federal Communications Commission the ability to regulate the rates of prison phone calls within states. Here's why that's a big deal. The prison phone call industry generates some $1.4 billion each year. As I said, the Prison Policy Initiative pins the average cost of a 15-minute phone call from jail at around $3. And that doesn't include all the other fees associated with these calls, including setting up and adding funds to required prepaid accounts. Now, in 63% of cases, inmates, family members shoulder these bills. And among them, 83% are women. Uh, according to the Ella Baker Center, over a third of paying families going to debt over these calls. So not good numbers. And historically, the FCC has limited the cost of cross-state phone calls to 21 cents per minute for prepaid calls. Problem is, 80% of these calls are made in-state. So with the passing of this bill, the FCC will gain the authority to cap in-state prices. And uh, it's an interesting development in an industry I really did not know much about. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of think that the prison industrial complex, as well as the prison phone call complex, <laughs> should not exist. <laughs> so happy to see this. There are some states, I believe Connecticut and California, our two home states, are states that have, I believe, made phone calls and jails free. Mm -hmm. But it's a $1.4 billion industry, so it's not the case mm -hmm. everywhere. Yes. All right. Now, Juliet, a lot of people flying this time of year. Mm -hmm. Now, we were speaking to Mark earlier. He said he's got a Southwest flight later this week. We'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah, he will see if he has a Southwest <laughs> flight later this week because a lot of them have been canceled. I think chaos is really the right word right now to use when discussing Southwest. So what's going on? What's the cost of this whole situation? Well, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be more than $75 million is my very rough estimate. Yeah, what's going on? So basically, as of Tuesday morning, the airline had already canceled over 5,400 domestic flights since Monday. That's just in two days with more to come. Southwest has said that basically it is going to run about a third of its scheduled flights for the next several days as it tries to right this ship. As a result, its stock sank about 6% on Tuesday. And there's a lot of complaining on social media. If you want to go see the airing of grievances, just type <laughs> in Southwest and there you go. Oh, gosh. 
I'm sure it's brutal. You're going to see lots of angry people. <laughs> now, the reason I have this $75 million figure is that in October 2021, Southwest canceled about 2,000 flights over four days due to bad weather and staffing. And that resulted in a $75 million loss. So they have canceled already over 5,400 flights. Oh, my God. It's going to be a lot. And at the time, then CEO, he's not the CEO anymore, Gary Kelly, said that the airline had made adjustments to prevent future chaos like this and was going on a hiring spree. They were trying to hire something like 5,000 people. Unfortunately, they did not successfully prepare for this holiday season. Yeah. There was a big winter storm. I'm sure many of you were in that or involved in that. I live in Southern California and it was 83 degrees on Christmas. Mm, lucky you. <laughs> so I don't know about any of that, but it looked rough. The real feel was minus 10 here the other week. <laughs> yeah. Having grown up in Michigan, do not miss it. But the issue seems to be that Southwest really did not do well at all. So to put this in perspective, on Monday, there were over 4,000 flights that were canceled. Delta canceled 276. That's a lot. Southwest canceled over 2,900 flights. Wow. So we're just seeing how bad it was for Southwest. Some things that they were facing, they have two big hugs in Chicago and Denver. Those places both got lots of snow, big winter yeah. storm. They have tighter schedules than a lot of other airlines, meaning there's less leeway. They're dealing with a lot of staffing shortages. Those come from the pandemic, but they still haven't recovered. Now there's a triple-demic, so people are getting sick and they're calling in for work. So if you're on a flight crew, you have a federally mandated hour limit where it's considered not safe for you to keep flying once you've hit those hours. Then you have to go rest. And with all these delays and confusion, people were hitting that limit and then there was no one to replace them. And on top of this, Southwest apparently has this outdated call-in scheduling system. It crashed under pressure and employees were just in complete chaos. Like they did not know where their reassignment was. There weren't people booking hotels for them. So for as chaotic and horrible as it was for the passengers, it was also that way for Southwest employees. Wow. Yeah, this is interesting. I was going to say earlier when you were discussing going on social media just to see how frustrated people are about this, mm -hmm. I feel like social media managers that work for airlines have to have some of the thickest skin in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I will say this. There aren't many bright spots in this story. Mm -mm. But one, I think, that I've come across is this kind of very niche content that's come out of it where you see these kind of like mini documentaries people are putting together on mm -hmm. TikTok and whatnot of stranded passengers who are banding together and going on road trips with each other. Yes. Multi-day road trips in some cases. And yeah. I have enjoyed seeing some of those, although ideally they wouldn't exist in the first place, but it's a nice way to deal with this. <laughs> I read about one group who rented a van. I think it was like 10 of them and they went on a multi-hour road trip together. And it's like, that's like a friend for life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that person for years. I also saw in the spirit of people like doing good deeds amid all of this, I saw on Reddit there was someone who had the idea that if you can't find your luggage, but you're wandering around the baggage claim area trying to find it, and you happen upon a bag that has a luggage tag with a phone number on it, you could always just text that person and be like, hey, your luggage is in Tampa. I don't work for Southwest, but it's here. I'm just looking for mine. Because some of these bags are just like in completely different cities and they've been missing for days. So that's something people are doing to try to help each other out. Okay, so is anything being done about all this? So the Department of Transportation is actually investigating this. Basically, they're going to look in to see if the cancellations were controllable. That is defined as within the airline's control. So weather, not controllable. Having a really outdated staffing scheduling system, controllable. 
And then if Southwest is complying with its customer service plan, which is basically what it promises to do in the event of controllable cancellations and delays. President Joe Biden actually got on Twitter and has encouraged affected passengers to see if they're eligible for some sort of compensation. We have linked to that. So if you're sitting somewhere stranded and you want to see if you're entitled to some (laughs) compensation, go ahead and click that link. (laughs) But yeah, we'll see. I actually reached out to see if I could find any more information on like whether this would come with fines or I don't know, some sort of like consequences, but I'm just not sure yet. So we'll see how it shakes up and I will keep you updated to find out. Yeah. And we'll see if Mark gets on his flight. True. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Have a wonderful Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, let me tell you about this great podcast that's available right now. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. Through narrative interviews, Jay Klaus explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. And by learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science can help you gain tools and confidence to do exactly the same. I was actually listening to an episode recently where Jay had on Dr. K, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And Dr. K helps a lot of creators with performance, burnout, and dealing with a lot of negative feedback online. It's a great hour of conversation with Dr. K, where Dr. K really breaks down what it means to be a creator today and the burnout that a lot of creators do experience and what to do when you get that burnout, because you will. And you can listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts, and I definitely suggest it. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts.